Welcome to another episode of Health Check, a series of health podcast specials on the status of Singapore's war against diabetes that The Straits Times is running together with reports as well. I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Joyce Teo, a correspondent with The Straits Times. We're also with The Straits Times assistant news editor Poon Chien Hui and our special guest today is Dr. Fazil Hamza a senior staff registrar with the Changi Sports Medicine Centre at Changi General Hospital and also a visiting clinician at the Singapore Sports Institute. He is also the Director of Community Programmes for Exercises Medicine Singapore, or EIMS for short. Since the government declared war on diabetes, he has been providing physical activity and exercise prescription expertise to various government bodies such as the Health Promotion Board, Singapore Armed Forces, Sing Health and Sports SG as well as People's Association and the CDCs. Hi Dr. Fazil. Hello Louis. So Dr. Fazil, our target crowd for this episode centres on uh, newly diagnosed diabetics today. What changes must they make to their exercise routine if they have diabetes? For someone who is diabetic, lifestyle modification is important, apart from staying compliant with the medications that they are taking and making sure that they attend the usual regular follow-ups with their primary care provider. So part and parcel of lifestyle modification includes getting themselves engaged in regular physical activity. Now, everybody wants to exercise safely to avoid any form of uh, life-threatening complications that may happen when they are involved in any form of exercise. For someone with diabetes, this is equally important or in fact more important. And the recommendations and the various changes that needs to be done depends from one individual to another. It depends on the control of diabetes. It depends on the medications you're taking. It depends on the current baseline lifestyle activity that you are engaged in. So for someone who has never been exercising, it is important for them to understand that despite having to achieve specific amount of exercise within a week, as recommended by the Health Promotion Board, it is important for them to start low, go slow. It is always a turn-off for them to be engaged in something so rigorous when they have never even started off with anything as simple as regular walking daily, for example. For someone who has been exercising, it is important for them to tell themselves that, hey, I know diabetes is a newly diagnosed condition that they may have, but it should not stop them from leading healthy lives and leading physically active lives. So they should still continue with their sports. They should still continue with their physical activities. But of course, certain precautions need to be taken. For example, it goes as simple as making sure that they stay hydrated, making sure that they take their medications and they take their blood sugar levels before they start their exercises. And of course, immediately after they have finished and completed the exercises. And in between the exercise, it is important for them to know and to understand what are the various possible complications that can happen and therefore the precaution that needs to be taken. But from that, other considerations will include having a suitable meal plan and having their diabetes medications tailored in terms of the dose and the time of which they're being taken. And therefore, that is the reason why it is important for them to consult and keep their doctors informed, especially if they're going to be engaged in any form of these activities. Okay, so a couple of qualities that are needed besides the mindset change after being diagnosed, you need a discipline, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's how you have to sustain a healthy lifestyle. It's not just about having a goal in mind and having to start it, but of course, you've got to make sure that you keep on sustaining and doing all these activities regularly. 
Okay, Dr. Fatsil, for newly diagnosed diabetics, right, how much exercise should they be doing? Okay, for newly diagnosed diabetics, the recommendations are very similar to that of any healthy adult. And that will be 150 minutes of cardiovascular activity of moderate intensity a week. Bear in mind, that is the ultimate goal that someone has to achieve in order for the individual to stay healthy. But of course, if you want to exercise more, it's definitely better. But for someone who has never been exercising, doing something is better than none. So even if you were to be engaged in 10 minutes of physical activity at light intensity, it is definitely much better than nothing. So you don't have to do more than a normal person? Then. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can definitely. Oh, good to know that, Dr. Fatsil. So Chen Hui, you have a question too? So I mean, there are the people out there who are into marathons and they may have already been exercising at a high sort of rate and then they get diagnosed with diabetes. So for this group of already physically active people, do they, you know, uh, continue with what they have been doing all along or do they need to scale it back? What should they do? Well, the first thing is if they have been engaged in, you know, a healthy lifestyle, it is important for them to remain healthy and to remain active. But to continue with a level of activity, like, for example, any form of endurance exercise, like participating in regular marathons, it is best that they mention this to the attending doctor who is seeing them as part of their diabetes management. Now, of course, having a chronic medical problem, that puts a person at risk of developing a lot of cardiovascular events as part of a complication of any chronic medical issue. But it doesn't mean that a person with a chronic medical problem cannot exercise safely. There are certain modifications that needs to be done. There are certain precautions that needs to be taken in order for him to engage and continue in marathons. So it is important for someone who is still doing any form of marathon, now that he or she is being diagnosed with diabetes, he needs to understand. With diabetes comes other forms of considerations, like for example, having a proper meal plan to avoid any form of low blood sugar episodes, making sure that they still go on taking their medication and having their medication tailored to their blood sugar levels and to the level of activity that they are participating in. So that's the reason why it is very important for them to mention this to the doctor so at least the doctor can make the necessary changes and tailor down the medication and of course give the appropriate advice when it comes to lifestyle modifications if they still wish to remain actively participating in such endurance activities. Mm, I see. So if, let's say, they are in the middle of a long-distance run, what would be a dangerous sign that immediately signals to them, okay, maybe I should stop, maybe I don't feel so good? How do they know the limit? Okay, just considering that they have been participating in regular marathons, yes. if they feel unwell, even before the start of the marathon, it's best that they do not continue. And during the process of running, if they start having chest pain, they feel faint, they have like shortness of breath, and they just feel that it is not the usual kind of physically exhausting feeling that they have been feeling all this while, then I think it's best for them to stop. So let's say if you're newly diagnosed now, you shouldn't even think about signing up for that marathon or half marathon or whatever distance it could be, right? It's not recommended, right? Okay, um, I wouldn't say that it's not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but yes, marathon or any form of endurance activity, it is possible for someone who is newly diagnosed to participate in any of them. But before you actually sign up for it, it is important for you to inform the doctor who is your primary care provider 
so that the doctor can actually advise you accordingly, tailor down to your medications and tell you whether or not are you exercising. Have you been regularly uh, exercising to prepare yourself for such endurance activities? Yes, yeah, so Dr. Fatsu, given that most people don't exercise, uh, let alone diabetics, if you're newly diagnosed, right, what can you start off with? Is it enough to just run maybe 30 minutes a week? Well, I would say that if you have been sedentary all your life, if you have been physically inactive, start low, go slow. So I would recommend that you start off with something that is of low intensity. Examples of low intensity exercises would be, for example, brisk walking. So it's one of the simplest form of exercise, and of course not to mention one of the safest form of exercise that you can do at the vicinity of your neighbourhood. You can do it with your family, you can do it with your friends, you can do it alone. Ten minutes is a start. If you are able to do it regularly, three to five times a week, I think that is an amazing start to a healthy lifestyle. And of course, as you get fitter, as you feel that you are able to last longer and walk longer, maybe you can start to increase the duration of such activities from 10, 15 to even 20 minutes. Of course, ultimately, you would like to clock up to 150 minutes a week. But bear in mind, this is only light intensity. Once you are able to tolerate light intensity exercises with ease, I guess it is time for you to consider switching on to something of moderate intensity. Things like, for example, light jogging, cycling, swimming. But of course, even before you progress your physical activity and exercise, it is important for you to always keep your primary care provider and your doctors informed of whatever exercises and activities that you're engaging in currently. Right. So every little bit helps then? Definitely. Every little bit helps. That's great. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you. You can find more about the programs and initiatives of Exercise is Medicine Singapore at eims.sg. That brings this episode to an end, and do look out for the next episode of Health Check on The Straits Times, where we also have other podcasts on various topics. 